Everybody, it's the Gary Preservation Society podcast with me, Gary Barlow, Gary Heisman, and uh, Gary Moore as well. So we'll be here to uh, tell you all about the Garys. Uh, we're reviewing all the Garys from one to hundred, <laughs> and uh, we're doing it for the Gary Preservation Society. Wipe you bastard! What are you doing in here? Get away! Get out of here, Garys! What's going on? You can't come in here, steal the podcast. Oh, get out of here, Ken. I don't like you. Oh, bloody hell. All right, that's it. I right, kick ass for the Lord. I'm coming to get you. Oh, bloody hell, boys. Quick, let's go get Gary Newman. Oh, fucking hell. Why right, get out of here. Oh, oh thanks, Ken. Thanks for uh, getting rid of them Garys. Oh, <laughs> that was that was bad. He's gone mad, Gary. He's gone mad. He's got getting all Garys. Oh, he's planning something. I don't know what he's going to do. I think he's going to garrison somewhere. That's <laughs> <laughs> that super group. Yeah, this isn't the Gary. This isn't the Gary Preservation Society podcast. It's the Now We're Talking podcast, where three men review the entire numbered series of Now That's What I Call Music in chronological order. There you go. There we go. We, we should get a baby involved, because then, then when you say three men, you can say three men and a baby. Oh, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't... Con- baby, it wouldn't he? It no, would he's a nine-year-old cat. <laughs> oh, so he's probably older than us in cat yeah, years. Yeah, he's nearly nine. Yeah, yeah. I guess the baby wouldn't contribute much. It would just cry. But maybe <laughs> it'll cry at, like, the bad songs. Yeah. And be quite placid during the good songs. So if anyone's got a baby, NWT. Oh, <laughs> Just borrowing it. We're just borrowing a baby. We'll give it back. Yeah, for God's sake, don't just leave it with us. No. It's got to be, like, one that's quite uh, well-spoken. <laughs> Well, in films, they always have twins, don't they? So they can swap them out. So if you've got twin babies, all the better. Yeah. And if one's causing havoc, we'll put it out on the on the terrace yeah. for a bit until it shuts up. Yeah, we can give them loads of fame. Yeah. Like the Olsen twins. We can mess them up. <laughs> or like the baby on the front of Nevermind, who every sort of five years or so pops up and goes, oh, I look like this now. I haven't got my willy out anymore. <laughs> and I never caught that dollar. Oh, off the record. record. Off the record. So, between the release of uh, Now 15, which is 14th of August 89, and Now 16, which is the 20th of November 89, here's some of the songs that didn't make it on for whatever reason. There's uh, Lay Your Hands On Me by Bon Jovi. It's a good one. I don't even know if I know that Bon Jovi song. Oh, it's great. Prince is there with Bat Dance. No, you've said both of those before, I'm pretty sure. Have I? Yeah. All right. Forget that. Uh, Off the record... (laughs) (laughs) here's uh, some songs that didn't quite make it on so uh, I wonder if we've heard this one (laughs) Madonna Madonna with Cherish that's a good one maybe no we haven't had that one (laughs) I did check I checked on on my last off the record to check none of these were on there uh, you've got Aerosmith with the hilarious Love in an Elevator. Oh, so yeah. That one. Yes. Love really in an Elevator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a duet that'd be quite interesting. Uh, Aretha Franklin and Whitney Houston Ooh. singing it. It isn't, it wasn't, ain't never gonna be. What? <laughs> it, isn't, it wasn't, it ain't never gonna be. Yeah, that's, that's what it's <laughs> called. <laughs> what a shit title for a song. But, you know, they're both very good at vocals I think uh, Aretha is like her godmother or something yeah yeah Depeche Mode with Personal Jesus oh yeah which uh, yeah. People, people know that one Got covered by Johnny Cash I think yeah uh, Billy Joel We Didn't Start the Fire oh, oh yeah shout out to the, the boys who were doing that podcast yeah Fire Starters podcast yeah there's uh, Cher with If I Could Turn Back Time oh Big Guns oh Big Guns and Big Bum with a garden on it yeah, yeah, Lisa Stansfield, all around the world. Being around the world and I, I, I. God, there's so many songs called All Around the World. Yeah, yeah. But she doesn't even sing that. She sings Being Around the World. There's uh, no place like home. <laughs> I know that one. Janet Jackson was tearing it up with Rhythm Nation. Uh-huh. Phil Collins was getting preachy with Another Day in Paradise. Uh-huh. New Kids on the Block were new and on the block. 
with You Got It, The Right Stuff. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I wonder why we didn't get the Phil Collins. We always get Phil Collins. All no, the time. We dodged a bullet this time with that one. And then a little taste of the baggy Manchester sort of stuff coming through. Oh. Stone Roses with Fool's Gold. Oh. And uh, Happy Mondays with the Manchester Rave On EP. <laughs> Manchester Rave On. Yeah, oh, so... dear. Didn't, didn't quite break through enough to make it onto a now. But it was going on. Wrong People, labels, isn't it? Yeah. Factory's not part of a no. triumvirate of hell. <laughs> I think it's some of that stuff that doesn't really mean a lot to you if you weren't there at the time. Like, I never really got all the Stone Roses love. I think you had to be there. Yeah, same here. I prefer my roses just normal, not made out of stone. They're easier to, to prune. Yeah. You can't prune a stone rose, can you? Oh, no, uh, you have to nap it. <laughs> get a chisel out. Well, that was off the record. Girl, I'm Gonna Miss You by Millie Vanilli. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I'm not going to miss this song. Tell you that I'm much. not sure how many Millie Vanilli songs I know of, but this is a new one to me. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, starting the next disc with a ballad after you've just had a load of ballads as that well. That makes me feel like maybe this, you know, the book says the track listing's different. But on yeah, it doesn't fit with the rest of the disc. No, it should go on the end. They usually the... have a ballad at the end, so perhaps I don't know. Mm, it's so confusing that know. everywhere we look, it's listed as the first song of this. This disc, is yeah, it's definitely meant book. to be because it's on the back of the mm. disc. Yeah, on the back of the. Cover. It's like they just did it wrong, didn't they? I'm willing to make a, a fair claim that this might be one of the worst, if not the worst, opening track we've ever had on an L so far. I was trying to think if there's been one that's worse than this. Ooh, I don't know. This is pretty fucking cheesy. Yeah. And, like, was this after they were busted for miming? Did they then try and release some songs where they actually sung? Because whoever did the singing, if they are miming, is really bad. It's not even like... Yeah, it's not even that good. Well, we thought that, if you've got someone else... If you've got someone else singing... Yeah, they did. The, the singers released stuff as the real Millie Vanilli, and then they released stuff as, like, whatever their names is, Rod okay. and Todd or whatever yeah. it is. Rod and Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Millie and Vanilli. <laughs> really bad video. Video was, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> Millie, Millie was a boatman. Yeah. He had like a girlfriend, and Vanilli was a, a sort of pirate that paints pictures. Yeah, he's or something. doing some lovely painting with his shirt open. Yeah, he looks like Vampiro. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to pick out some lyrics here. You've got like a honeybee, you took the best of me. Uh, like a fairy tale, you are so unreal. You left a scar that's so hard to heal. And when you had a taste of paradise, back on earth can feel as cold as ice. And that's some really redundant. Like, how many times have we heard as cold as ice? It's such a fucking yeah. redundant the cliche, true, though, isn't it? Like the honeybee, honeybees do try and take the best bit of the flower, or at least what they think is the best mm. bit, but they're really being tricked. Yeah, but it's still. I think a ten-year-old could write better lyrics than that. They're really bad. Well, we'll see. It's really bad. <laughs> to get to Aaron Carter, <laughs> he doesn't write. Them. <laughs> uh, Sorry, there probably is a child prodigy okay. out there, Lil Bow Wow. Yeah, Chris used to do her own, didn't she? I think. I don't know. About, yeah, about ten. Yeah, so that video is it meant to be they're going out with the same woman? I don't know because you only ever really see one of them with a woman, don't you? No, they you both do. You see them both with a woman, and then they go to the opening of an art gallery, and he paints a picture of her. And she gets annoyed for some reason, and then the other one's looking it's like not very oh, good art. <laughs> he wasn't happy, so I think that it was meant to be the same woman, but they didn't really make that particularly clear. And then some random guy comes in and gives her flowers, which I think was meant to be a delivery guy. Yeah, they're a really big, fucking huge thing of flowers. Yeah, so it's massive. But he wasn't dressed like a delivery guy, so it's like, where's well, a third guy who likes her now? <laughs> uh, well, you know, Millie's quite nice looking. He's a, he's got a strong look, but the other one's just weird. Like Pirate Man, just looks a bit. He weird. He does look to weird, me, doesn't he? But bits where he's sort of singing to the camera and looking down the lens. He's like quite scary looking. He's got he's got a weird. And his miming was really bad. So once again, it's sort of for a band that were. I guess that's how they got busted because they were bad at miming. Why well, it isn't? It's because the record skipped, isn't it? Yeah, but, it's because Tracy Chapman was messing with the hard disks. <laughs> <laughs> what did it do chart wise? Well, it wasn't number one in Canada. What? Yeah. Yeah, it did really well over the pond. It, uh, 
It was a number one on the billboard, boy. Fucking hell. It was a gold record. Uh, and he got to number two here. And number two, Andy Arma. Uh, number eight on the NZ Recorded Music. And oh, I gave it a number three, boys. What, Kent? You've yeah. gone soft in your old age. You can't man. deny those tight cycling shorts. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Yeah, that is our last Milli Vanilli jobby, though. Yeah, because they're going to get busted. Yeah. Another one gone. Another 80s terrible band gone. Yeah, yeah good. Get some 90s terrible bands. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Make way. Let loose is coming. <laughs> yeah, we've got Emanate. <laughs> oh, mate. Feel the music and you wonder. Is he a Yankee? No, I'm a Londoner. Tell your me I'm dropping it rough. Know what it is? I'm just kidding. Oh, we've got some hip young cats now, haven't we? Yeah. The Rebel MC and Double Trouble with Street Tough. It's Street Tough. T U double F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tougher than tough. Because is. spelling isn't tough, but no. if you can't spell properly, that makes you really tough. No. That's why he's an MC and not just competing in a spelling bee somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Or a poet. Because he doesn't have to write it down, he just says it. It's fine. <laughs> it doesn't matter if he says tough. And he thinks it's T-U-F-F. No one knows. Yeah, yeah look, can't fault their enthusiasm. <laughs> the, uh, being enthusiastic. But that bass line gets very repetitive. It's just the same sort of three notes over and over again. Yeah. Didn't mind it, though. I mean, the rapping, the quality of rap is certainly getting better. Yeah. You know. Although yeah, we do get some bad. more bad rap on this disc. <laughs> yeah. We've had the Rebel MC before, haven't we? We're doing yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think he was with D-Mob last time, or maybe the Beatmasters, I'm not sure. Oh, they all they all appear on each other's things, don't they? Chuck their keys in a, on the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're going to be with uh, Double Trouble. <laughs> yeah. Kathy Dennis got involved in that party, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> you get that little, you can't play bees. That's in, that's in, like, some songs. This one. Yeah, this one. <laughs> is you it can't this... play drums. Yeah. Is it this one where he's talking about how he's not American? Yeah. And he, and he yeah. goes, and he says, like, I'm, I'm from London. London, in a really, like, over-the-top accent. Yeah, it's want... obvious, mate. Well, he's, uh, you might know him by a different name. Um, Rebel MC. Ben- Benjamin. No, you might know him as Congo Natty. Congo Natty. I mean, I know that name, yeah. Yeah, he, that's him. That's wow. Rebel MC. There we go. He's known as Conquering Lion now. Just stick with a name, mate. Yeah. I mean, Rebel MC is a shit name. It's getting confusing. No, it tells you everything you need to know. I'm he's a rebel. MC and he's a rebel. Yeah, he isn't a rebel name. anymore. When you get older, you grow up. You don't want to be rebellious anymore. No, you just want to conquer stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This one's got a sample from 5446, That's My Number by the Maytals. Has it? I, like I didn't song. spot that. It's a good song. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what the bass line is. It's, yeah. Yeah. But there wasn't a great going on musically no it was just about rapping wasn't it yeah it's a lot of early hip hop's like that it's just sort of a same simple beat all the way through and yeah. then you but, know it's but when showing off the MC skills but when you're at the start of a disc I, I don't mind especially after Millie Vanilli I was like yeah this is going to do it for me the video goes well with it makes it a bit more interesting yeah just Got some... having a rap with loads of yeah loads of lads hanging around yeah sort of industrial stuff psychedelia that's your kind of aesthetic they're the going for doing the singing. Yeah. It was a number 29 on the NZ recorded music, boy. Wow, it sounded like George Bush was doing the NZ. <laughs> yeah. Clinton. Clinton, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, George Bush with the, uh, try, try that. George Bush. Yeah. Uh, which one? <laughs> Senior or junior? Uh, junior. W. It was a number three <laughs> on, in the British chart. From England. <laughs> now watch this drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're way less creepy than Clinton. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's because he's like a little child. <laughs> uh, that's the last we'll be seeing of Double Trouble. Yeah. Yeah, don't get double duty on here, mate. Just one for you. Rebel MC will be back joining up with someone else probably. Yeah, right. D-Mob next week. Or yeah, Kathy Dennis. Kathy or... Dennis. <laughs> Time for a bit of bad boy, bad boy Bobby Brown. 
Yeah. On our own. There's a link somewhere as well, because we've got the modern president in this video, isn't he? Bit of yeah. Trump in the music video. Yeah. Trump's in the music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. You, I remember watching this. and Comes uh, out of Trump know, Tower. I remember watching this when I was three and thinking, that man's going to be president one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, in fact, I'm responsible for its success as president. <laughs> I said to you, you ought to be the president, mate. Build <laughs> a wall. There's a, there's a lot of celebrities in there while we're yeah. naming them. You've got Jane Curtin in there. You've got uh, Rick Moranis. He's obviously in, in Ghostbusters yeah. film. Uh, Jerry and Marky Reminder of the Remains. Yeah. Christopher Reeve. Yeah. 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 Superman. Saw, saw Reeve. That model in man. You know her. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Iman. Iman. Iman Climbing. Yeah, so this does come from the soundtrack of Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. And I think last time we had a Bobby Brown song, I said it sounded like a ghost, like it should have been in Ghostbusters. I was obviously thinking of this one. Yeah. But they, we did have the uh, song from the original Ghostbusters film. Mm, yeah. Got a few nails go as well. Yeah. They had uh, like a month to get this out. Really? Yeah, a month. Recorded it and released it a month later. I mean, it sounds to me like it's just a Bobby Brown song and they've been like, oh, put in a little rap bit where you talk yeah. about the Ghostbusters and then it will be like the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Because it doesn't sound like it's a song made for Ghostbusters 2 until he starts rapping right. about... Yeah. Where he's pretty much wrapped out just like the... The plot. The plot of the beginning of the like film. Like, they're at a party and then they get interrupted and they have to go <laughs> fight ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, oh God, what are you doing? It's great. Like really weird in the song. Yeah, yeah. This was produced by uh, L.A. Reed and Babyface. Yeah, and written by them as well. Written Me by them and another guy. It's well produced. Mm, it's got yeah. nice. But he's in Ghostbusters too as well. Is he? Yeah, he's a doorman. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's like, motherfucker! I don't want to be a doorman. I want to go out on my own. <laughs> Get my own door. Yeah, he does like doing songs about how he's like gone solo and stuff, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's pretty much what this song's about with a rap about the Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. My prerogative is just about how he wants to do all the fuck he wants. He likes singing songs that are just about him. Yeah. Apart from two can play that game. That's got two people. <laughs> you can play, you can have this one on Grand Theft Auto 5 as nice. long as you buy it on the new consoles. Oh, I've only got it on the old consoles. I'll have to buy a copy. Nah, so I can listen to this on our own. Or the number one on the NZ recorded music, boys. Well, yeah, nice. And number five on the Arma. Number four in the UK. It was a number three in Canada. Number two in the US. Kept off number one by Richard Marks. Oh, wow. Just had and the Bat Dance Mm. by Prince. Wow. Yeah, and Ghostbusters versus Batman. I'll give it a number 22. Oh, the okay. What do you like? This is Put Millie Vanilli higher than on her own. Yeah. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Pump it up a little more. Get the party going on the dance floor. See, because that's where the party's at. And you find out if you do that. Technotronic featuring Felly. Felly? Felly. Nelly's yeah. sister. <laughs> Pump up the jam. Ow. This is like a, this is pretty much a 90s dance song, isn't it? Just yeah. sneaking in before, before the turn of the decade. Yeah. Bit of Belgian techno. Yeah, I think I'd heard this song. Was it in Spaced or something? Yeah. Isn't there a bit where she's like miming to it? Yeah, they mime to it in yeah. Spaced. Yeah. It's got a good big donkey bass line. Mm. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. It's good. I like it's a it. pumper. It's all right. Oh, found, it's all right. I found it got a bit repetitive. Oh, I don't know. It's repetition is the heart of pop. Like, everything's always repeating. Yeah, throwing a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you say it's featuring Feli, but actually no. she was just a Congolese Belgian model and the real singer was called Yakid K. because oh, it was called Kelly. <laughs> no, no, Yakid K. Kid K. Yeah, she didn't get the credit for it for a couple of years. But it was a marketing tactic. They thought that Feli was a better. Maybe she was more well known. I don't know. Or just hotter. Yeah, or just well. I think it didn't look that bad. Kay, she looks yeah. all right. Have you seen Feli? Yeah, she looks all right too. <laughs> the song started life as a song called Technotronic. She later became the project's official name, and um, it was an instrumental originally with vocal samples from Eddie Murphy's Delirious Live set from '83, oh, and then they uh, replaced it for the international release. Uh, put the vocal on it. 
But I can I can have a little fat rave to this. Fat yeah. rave. Yeah, it's good. It's all right, you know. It's been covered by Weird Al. Oh, it was great then. He did a poke a bit. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. And there's a German version as well called Pump Ab Das Beer. <laughs> Pump Ab Das Beer. <laughs> Which means Pump Away the Beer. It was by a guy called Werner Wichtig. Nice. Uh, he's a, he, he was a former brewer, so he knew his beer. Also been covered all versions or variations done by Crazy Frog and Pitbull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone had that Pitbull ringtone, didn't they? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, video is sort of very nice 90s rave, psychedelic, colourful words everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. classic. Classic. Get them serifs on there now, it's the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> they were at number four in the Canada. Number four. Yeah, but apparently number one in retail sales, so I don't know why they weren't number four. Yeah. Don't know I, how Canada do their charts. They do iTunes as well. They had <laughs> iTunes back then. <laughs> Uh, number four on the NZ. Number two in the UK went gold. Mm, number two in the US as well. I went platinum. Wow. Boy, boy. And uh, I stuck it at number four, platinum record. Oh. Yeah. Take you back to your rave days. Yeah. Get back into it again, boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> Okay, so it's Lil Louis with a song called like French, French Kiss. Kiss. Oh, you sound like you're slowing down there. I was slowing down, yeah. Yeah, just like how you do when you have sex. You start fast and then you get <laughs> slower and slower and slower until yeah. you stop and then you go fast again. I mean, that is sort of true. No, it's not. It's yeah. the opposite. It's no, true. You've got the energy at the start, and then you start getting tired. You're like, oh, fuck. And then you're like, right, I need to finish this off. One last I, hurrah. I don't have time to... I don't have time to get tired, mate. You don't have time. You're married. You don't have sex, do you? <laughs> That's the way it works, right? Once you're married? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't stand this speeding up, slowing down. Yeah. Oh, God, I couldn't stand this song at all. No. It wasn't really a song. It didn't, It was like one note. It didn't really have any tune, and it was just one little groove that then, not even that much of a groove, and then it's the size down and then some moaning, which I was surprised they got away with. It's very, uh, it's very suggestive. Well, it's not even suggestive. It's just a woman moaning sexually. Yeah. And they put this on the radio yeah. where sounds, kids could hear it. It sounded so childish. It's like, yeah. Of, yeah, it's, it's like a sexy, controversial record by making sex noises over some shit songs. It's it's sort of quite, well, not particularly sexy sound in sex noises yeah. as well. If, if you've not got a lot going on, Slowing it down isn't going to work because it's just going to draw attention to the fact that you've run out of things to do with your one night. Yeah. There's some versions that have vocals on. I really? don't know how that would be. Well, I saw on YouTube try to link me to a nine and a half minute version. Oh. Of the song. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Eight minutes of slowing down gets really slow. So it wouldn't go on your sex mix then. No. No. Right. Well, uh, Slump Magazine ranked the song seventh in its 100 Greatest Dance Songs list in 2006, adding, French Kiss is a moaning, sexist house track that audaciously and amazingly, it's not amazing, slows down and then stops altogether. It builds again, chugging back to its initial speed until it fades brighter than ever in post-orgasmic glow. I, I didn't get any of that. Yeah, it doesn't do any of those things. In 2006. Well, it does. There must have been loads of good dance music. Yeah. Well, video was a bit weird. Some weird sort of split-screen shit going on. And some babies, some toys and stuff. There's the sandpaper man from the yeah. bush that learns how to wank. <laughs> it was strange, wasn't it, this video? Just yeah. Lots of well, kid, lots of toy drums, like yeah. monkey drummers and little soldier drummer toys. I think that was because there was a different video that the guy made that had way more like sexual stuff in it. Okay. It had like loads of cucumbers and fruit and stuff being squished and things. Okay. But the record company got pissed off of him so he was cutting some babies and Babies stuff. wearing like adult shoes and sunglasses yeah. and big hats. Do you want some charts? Yeah. Well it was number six Andy Irma 
And a number two in the UK. Oh my well. god. It's just such a novel evening where people just, they must have bought it just because it had sex noise on. Yeah. I guess if you're a teenager, you know, you didn't have the internet, perhaps you just wank off to this song or something. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was a number 50 on the billboard, boy. Get to number one in the dance chart, bro. Yeah, Brazilia. Yeah. Oh, I gave it a number 35. Oh, that's quite generous, Kent. Yeah, so this is the last we'll be seeing of little Louis. Good. Or Marvin Burns, as he's <laughs> Marvin really Burns. known. Name and shame. Marvin Burns. Yeah. He went on to remix some Laurent Garnier stuff, and he was sampled, this song was sampled by Josh Wink, Little Kim and John Legend. Oh. Yeah, and in 2012, he was accused of keeping a fee from a cancelled tour in Australia. What an asshole. Yeah. And he suffered hearing loss in 2015 when an air horn went off in his ear <laughs> during a sound check in Manchester. Oh, I shouldn't laugh. But See, that's, <laughs> that's some slow karma. How long did that take? Yeah, that's what he's been up to for the rest of his career. Air horn. Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know how you say this next one. A diva? Yeah. Yeah? A diva. I thank you. I thank you. Oh my god, there's a little figure in the bottom of this cup. Really? Yeah, but it just says 30. It's not oh, like a weird oh. woman or anything. Oh, I thought you said when thicker you thought. It's you not worth writing a song about. A diva, born Patricia Daniels. Yeah. Quite Pat a boring name. Oh, Pat. <laughs> Pat Butcher. Um, yeah, I don't like this sort of slick jazzy disco house thing no it, me neither didn't leave much of an impression on me either I have to say no it's sort of silly the thing about dance music is usually the production so when you've got a smooth band playing it it just sounds quite dull yeah it's and not punchy she, or anything it's sort of, I mean like she wasn't a terrible singer but she was pretty straight down the middle really yeah she wasn't like insanely good in a way that would save the song no but like you know the videos of them in a sort of jazz club in it She's in like a tux or whatever, I'm not sure, but she definitely wouldn't fuck with a diva, man. Like, look at her, she would fuck you up. She does look proper hard. <laughs> so, is a diva like a little play on words? I mean, she's a diva. Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. She's still stuck with Patricia, that's a great name. You don't get many Patricias in pop. Patty D. Yeah, that's Patty she, D. She's wrinkled. <laughs> You're Patty D. This was uh, not. A bit of a hit, I guess. Top 20. 17 in the UK. Uh, it was a number 19 on the armor. Number 46 on the NZ. Oh, gave it a number 30 on the Kent, boys. Yeah. That's it. That's that's all like, the Adiva we're getting. Oh, mate. She, had, uh, she did have a US dance number one in 1991, and she kept releasing singles until 98. That's Adiva. Yep. She can go fuck off with Marvin Wolf's chops. Burns. Burns the taste. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need to have a piss. So I'm going to have to demob. <laughs> oh dear. Hello, you're listening to the, the new podcast. <laughs> What's our new podcast about? It's called The New Podcast. It's just about new things. About new things that we like, yeah? Yeah. See a, see a new thing over there. Oh, look. That's new. Seen that before? No, I've seen that before. All right. I opened a new roll of toilet paper earlier. Yeah, that was good. It was really new. Oh, oh, like I got some stuff from Amazon. That was new. (laughs) Yeah, love it. I bought something that I didn't even realise that I bought. I thought I, I didn't think I'd bought it. What do you think of these? uh, You know, these VR headsets. They're fairly new, aren't they? Not really. They've been out quite a while. Okay. (laughs) Have you watched VR porn on them? No. No. I watched VR porn not in VR and it was pretty funny because it was just looked all weird. Yeah, I know you can do it. Before I got my VR, I got my work like that. And it was like, oh, I bought the VR and then he's like, you can watch porn on it. But he said he had hadn't, he just knows you can, but I don't know. That was one of the first things he mentioned. He's back, he's coming back. What's next, boys?
D-Mob featuring oh. Norwich's very own Kathy Dennis, who went to 50 different high schools. Nah, she went to Tavrum High School. That's what Wikipedia says. How did she? Yeah. Wow, she did go to my high school. <laughs> I always thought I mean, she probably didn't, but she, she went did. to mine as well. No, she didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Courage's first. Yeah. Socially awkward ginger pop singer. <laughs> Do we have another? Sheeran isn't yeah. he? It's not. He's Suffolk, isn't he? Oh yeah, I keep uh, forgetting that. I don't know why I keep claiming him. Because he used to claim him. play gigs here, so that's why everyone's like, "Oh, I know a Sheeran." Oh, yeah. you know, she worked for. Which is where Martin works. And uh, I've got no connection to Kathy Dennis at all. Except she's my aunt. Really? That, what? <laughs> As a teenager, she was spotted recording uh, Stevie Wonder influenced demos at the kitchen in Norwich. I don't know where that was. Simon Fuller signed her to 19 Management. Uh, Simon Fuller will turn up later with S Club and, and various things he does. Yeah. He was Spice Girls manager, wasn't he? I think so, yeah. I think I he, was their, he was. I think he was their first manager and then they fired him. It's another dancey sort of a track, female vocal. Yeah, sort of poppy dance, isn't it? Mm. Sort of halfway between sore and something that you might hear in a club. She gives it a good go, doesn't she? D-mob, yeah. get all up on it. Yeah, she's the consummate professional, Kathy Dennis. Like, you know, the video is very much of a quite a chaotic filming. You know, because Danny's directing. I doubt he's ever directed a music video before. I think in the last D-mob video, that was just D-mob. And crew fucking around, wasn't it? Just being silly. Yeah. And that's pretty much what they... Was that their shtick in every video? Yeah. They'd have, like... Take it seriously. Benny Hill bits where... Well, he was... Footage is sped up of them, like, running around, acting silly, knocking things over. Yeah, he was doing that, and she's just dancing and singing the song. With like, a couple of dances. Completely ignoring yeah. all the chaos yeah. around her. So, good on her. She's a... But she's dancing in front of huge letters that say D-Mob. Yeah. She's a grafter. Yeah. They borrowed those letters off Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a something I didn't like in the song. Was, so there were some spoken bits that were pretty cringeworthy. Oh. They weren't even like proper rapping. Yeah, they were really bad. This song featured in She Devil mm. from 1989 with Mel Streep and Roseanne Cancelled Bar. This only got to number 15 in the UK. Two Little Ducks, number 22 on the NZ recorded, mate. Number 16, Andy Arma. It was a number 10 on the billboard, boy. Oh, it did better in America. Yeah. I gave it number 35. Again. Yeah. yeah. Same as Little Louie. Yeah, it's better than Little Louie. Come on. Come on, Ken. Play fair. Well, you know, I'm glad she didn't do too well, because, I, I, you know, I like all the songs that Kathy Dennis wrote, so if she'd been more of a pop star, she might not have um, gone on and written those. Yeah. Well, I think the best is yet to come from Kathy Dennis. Mm. Even as a solo artist. Yeah. But she's not done too bad for her first outing. You stay with me, I know this, but not because of all my earthly treasures or regardless to the fact that I'm possibly loose, but because... Well, it's a second outing now. We've had them before. They're back again. Yeah. De La Soul with I Know. Yeah. I Know. This is some classic old school hip hop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's some classic De La Soul. I wrote in my exactly notes. Like your sort of hippie hop. I wrote good bit of old school hip hop. Yeah. Stick it on your summertime mix. Yeah. It's a yeah. good one for the beach and that. It's yeah. got a bit of a drunk beat on it. If you listen to the, the drum beat when it first comes in. The second lot of bass drums are a bit rushed, oh. but that's that's a big thing in like hip hop is is playing drunk. Is it? Yeah, yeah. We try and Questlove does it a lot, where you try and uh, when they used to sample stuff and it went slightly wrong, and it had like a little glitch or a little skip, and they yeah. try and play like that live. Right. Uh. Like uh, Jay Diller was really into doing that. Yeah, it samples a lot of things on this: Steely Dan, Lee Dorsey, Otis Redding, Dock of the Bay, apparently. Yeah. Uh, sing yeah. a simple song by Sly and the Family Stone. Mad Lads. Mad Lads. Mad Lads. Yeah. I liked this a lot more than the last one yeah. we had by him. I did. Yeah. It was a bit more coherent. That one was a bit all over the place. I yeah. Thought. And they just, you know, they're such nice lads, aren't they? Just talking about, you know, love and peace. And daisies. Yeah. And being nice, you know. Yeah. It's, it's Better nice. rapping on this one as well. Yeah. As well. It's it's just nice to when you hear hip hop that isn't quite like in your face or aggressive. It's no. really mellow. Yeah, it's, I like it. Yeah, 
From the same album, I think, from Three Feet High and Rising. Yeah. This one wasn't released as a single in the US, so... They couldn't handle it. No, they still didn't didn't get it. Didn't get it, did they? We're in, we're in the right hip-hop a lot more in the 80s. Still only at number 14, though. Number 17 on the NZ. And I'll go with number 78, boys. Number 78? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Kent's not really into hip hop either. No, nope. he likes shit dance songs with sex on them. Video is the usual sort of flower power stuff going yeah. on, basically. Some crazy coloured backgrounds yeah. on a green screen. Yeah, flowers and peace symbols and shit. Well, this is our last Della Soul one, I'm afraid. Oh, really? Yeah, they kept going. Last album was released in 2016. Well, off you go, Della Soul. You never. Never supposed to be ours anyway. No. Not, not meant to be on these compilations. Too good. Yeah. Too interesting. Alright, well let's get, go from the Bronx to the inner city. I don't know if it was <laughs> Bronx. <laughs> What you gonna do with my loving? I'm gonna cherish it. Nice. I'm gonna sell it on eBay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a city with Kevin Master Reese Saunderson, as he's now known. <laughs> Keeps changing it. This is sort of, yeah, this is kind of a bit more lo-fi, you know, like your post-club beats, innit? Get chilling out. Come down mix. The whole thing sounds like it's just a few beats per minute too slow though yeah it really drags yeah too sluggish yeah it's a bit Latin tinged in it as well but yeah boring yeah it was pretty boring. pretty forgettable there's not much going on this is bad piano piano miming in the video it's got a boxer in it that's becoming a thing okay. having boxers in your videos we've had loads of them now was it a famous boxer was it Frank Bruno nah or Prince Nassim no, George the same. George Foreman. <laughs> I don't know. I not only know about four boxers. Muhammad Ali. No, no. It would have been well about this time. It would have been Tyson, wouldn't it? Tyson or uh, Frank Bruno. I said Frank Bruno. Herbie Hyde. Was he a boxer? A little bit later. <laughs> a bit later. Or was he a talking car? What Herbie Hyde? He's <laughs> <laughs> <It was> both. <laughs> oh, again, like. From Norwich, everyone in Norwich has had a fight with him and beaten him up. Yeah, I've beaten him up. <laughs> yeah, I've beaten him up, yeah. Yeah, he, he looked at me cockeyed. So I said, Oi, I know you're a professional and former world champion, but not of a good belt, but world champion. But I bet you I can knock you out. Yeah, but that's the thing, isn't it? You know, these boxers, they train to, you know, but on the streets, the rules are different. Yeah. Stabbed him in the eye with my thumb. Yeah, so him in the bollocks. I, when, I say, when I see him, I say, all right, Herbie, and he has to say... All right, King. <laughs> I'm go like that. And he's like, don't, everyone's always knocking me out. Stop it. Like, oh, God. Get knocked out all the time. Oh, God. I hate being a boxer. Everyone tries to knock you out. <laughs> <laughs> well, what song were we talking about? <laughs> what, what you, you going to do with my love? Yeah. You can always yeah. tell when the songs are boring. Watch ya. Watch ya. Originally a hit in the US in 1979 for Stephanie Mills. Stephanie yeah. Mills. Simon Mills' mum. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, number 12 in the UK. Number 24, Andy Arma. 76 on the billboard. Oh, I'll give it oh, 86. Yeah. 86. Yeah, play. It's pretty forgettable. Yeah. That's the last we'll be seeing of Inner City. They released a few more top 100 singles until 2003. Wow. Uh, recently restarted in 2017 with Saunderson's son, Dante's oh. Saunderson. Dante's? Yeah, or Dante's. Get out of here in the city. Big fun. <laughs> Big Fun, yeah. After two songs called Big Fun, now we've got a band called Big Fun. Yeah. Have you... Um, Can't shake that feeling. They were yeah. 90s before the 90s, mate. Yeah, first proper boy band, really. They're not even pretending to play instruments or anything, no. are they? Well, it's... Uh, they're so fucking smiley. Mm. The shitty grins in the videos. Oh. Oh, this was the one with the fucking Jimmy Somerville vocals, wasn't it? Everything's in falsetto. Yeah. Weird. It's another sword jobby. Oh, yeah. is it? It's still going, yeah. yeah. 
Apparently all three members of the band were gay, but they were told by Pete Waterman they wouldn't, they shouldn't come out as it would ruin their career. He's yeah. a bastard, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, they fucking oh, it's a horrible song. Terrible dancing. Yeah, like really funny. awkward looking, funny bomber jacket. Really horrible cool. outfits. Those shirts they had on, yeah. colourful like nineties shirts. Yeah. And did you notice that when they were dancing, they each had like a big screen behind them, which just had like a video of them dancing in a different outfit on them. Yeah. And then they were like dancing in front of screens of them dancing. Yeah, it's a lot easier to kind of you know find your pop stars here, isn't it? Because, like, they're really not very talented yet. Yeah. It's like they haven't worked that out. That, like, if you have people that can sing and stuff, it's much better. <laughs> yeah, we've had, like, Banana Rama, and now these boys. It's like, I don't know, it's weird, isn't it? Early pop bands, it's like they haven't got it right yet. Yeah. But all other music has to be good. I don't get it. It's like they get a free pass. Right, you can be a little bit wank because you're a boy band. Well, if your uh, home needs a little bit of doing up, need the walls doing or whatever... Uh, one of them went on to become a painter and decorator. Oh, wow. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Whereas one of them went on to be Jerry Halliwell's manager. Uh, really? Yeah. But I'd take the painting and decorating personally. Of course. Yeah. I've got a few odd jobs. If you've got any to do, we should call him. We should call him up and then taunt him by playing this song really loud <laughs> when he walks in. Right, this one was a UK number eight and a number seven in Ireland. And that's it. They didn't bother bringing it out anywhere else, I don't think. And that is our last big fun. Sorry, boys, you're one and done. Yeah. Yeah, they had a top five hit in 89 with Blame It on the Boogie. Wow. Yeah, it's sort of a bit disappointing there isn't more, just because the video was so terribly cringy and bad, it was quite funny to watch. Yeah. Sort of quite like to watch some more of their videos. Okay, so it's uh, Cliff allegedly Richard. <laughs> I just don't have the heart, and I just don't have the heart to fucking. Uh, I don't know if it's. Do you think it's better or worse that he's tried to go for a contemporary sound on this because it's another Saw production? Worse, yeah, oh, it's worse. It's terrible. It just it's so cringy. To, you know, he's getting older, but his sound is. Mm. He's trying to keep up with the kids. Oh, probably wearing a backwards baseball cap, wasn't he? Oh, he no, he was wearing a white sparkly sequin suit. Yeah. Ugh. And he had some spandex lady dancers. Who's he trying to appeal to? Because kids aren't going to go, oh, I like this, this is contemporary sounding, and go out and buy it. They're not going to buy Cliff Richard. And the old people want Cliff Richard to do kind of, you know, well, I his don't usual know. thing. Maybe that was the whole point. It was, oh, mate, I was down at the club the other night. They were whacking on the D mob. Had some double trouble on. It was great. I was pumping. Drop some Cliff Richard in. It was banging. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nobody would say that. This is fucking shit. So yeah. is this his hundred and first single? Is it yeah, his must be. He's released another six in the last few months. It seems like he's a machine. Yeah. Well, you have to be to get out a hundred singles. Oh, well, it's not difficult to get out 100 singles. It's difficult to put out 100 good singles. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely not done that. <laughs> Quantity over quality. Well, the British public didn't agree. They gave it a number three. Oh, yes. And it was a number seven, Andy Arama. And uh, I'll give it a, a good round 100. Yeah, nice one, Ken. <laughs> Get out of here, Cliff. Fucking hell. I was hoping you were going to say no more Cliff Richard. I'm never going to say that. <laughs> oh, God. Next song you want to introduce it? Uh, who are you talking to? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Jimmy Somerville featuring June Miles Kingston with Come On To Dear Adieu. There you go. I didn't want to say the French because I knew I'd mangle it. It's oh, comment to Dyer. So this song, this song is in French. Yeah. So I thought what would be fun is do a few more translations and uh, get Harry to sing along the translated lyrics. I translated it into Arabic, then Chinese traditional, then Russian, then Haitian Creole, and then back into English. Surprisingly, the lyrics aren't that mangled, I suppose, because they're quite simple words. But right. do you want to have a go singing along? Yeah, I could, not sure I can remember the tune of the fucking song, though. All right, I'll try. Yeah. Thank you. 
any excuse I do not want. You have a review, happy. You should explain to me better how to say goodbye. My heart is a me, alright. Soon hold fire, your heart is riding. By the fire, I'm confused. I do not want solve my problem. I know first. <laughs> Love has no luck or much, but for me, the explanation will be better. Any excuse I do not want. Before you translate the eyes, want to know more about Kleenex? How to say goodbye? <laughs> How do you say you day? You are black. Our white nights are grey and also blue. <laughs> but for me, the explanation will be better. How to say goodbye. Yeah, there you go. What a lovely song. Now I know the lyrics. Because, you know, I'm not, not good with French. So Yeah, so Somerville's back, but he's he's not carrying the whole track on his own, is he? Because he's, he's got someone else in to he's do some bits. A yeah. woman. And he sounds like a woman already, so that it'd be better getting like Barry White on or something. <laughs> and he's uh, he's gone all he's gone all sophisticated, eh? Yeah, he's singing in French. Yeah, the language of love. It's really bad. Yeah, it's not very good. Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's done some okay stuff, Somerville. So it's a bit disappointing that. Um, I thought I was expecting a bit more out of him, actually. Yeah, it starts off promising enough. It's got some mm. nice sort of bass synths and things. Mm. And yeah, but not a banger. No. 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 I mean, you, you, we didn't really need to translate it because there is an English version. Oh, is yeah. there? Yeah, it's called It Hurts to Say Goodbye. Yeah. It hurts to say goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> See, the thing about it is the tune isn't an 80s tune. It's uh, It's like from the 60s. I don't think the kind of production and the and the tune really fit together. It sounds no. it sounds like a really weird mishmash of stuff. Yeah, fifties well, tune, eighties production. That's yeah. Somerville, though, and he doesn't he doesn't often do his own songs, does he? he has no. to do covers or take bits from elsewhere. Yeah, it was recorded by Margaret Whiting, and then Vera Lynn did it. Wow, who is still alive? Still alive. She's a hundred and one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you still would, wouldn't you? You know, out of respect. <laughs> out of respect. I don't know what she looks like now. Looks like a 101-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> the person who wrote it, Arnold Coland, was best known for his cooperation with Phil Spector. Which uh, I like. It doesn't say his collaboration or his work with Phil Spector. His cooperation. His cooperation. So, like, Phil Spector probably had a gun to his head. He's like, all right, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Because <laughs> we all know what Phil Spector's like. Don't yeah. We? <laughs> Great producer. Not great guy. <laughs> yeah, just silly French singing, in it? Don't bloody get your jolly taxi and fuck off, mate. <laughs> well, it's only a number 14 in the UK. Good. And he got to number three in France as well. Yep. Good. That's the last we'll be seeing of Jules, Miles, Jules, Jimmy, June, Miles Kingston. Jimmy, June, Jules, Mills, Kingston. Yeah, she can't sell on a name either. Let's <laughs> <laughs> fucking sort it out. Brother Beyond the Back yeah. with this chirpy fucking shit. Yeah. yeah. Drive on. Brother Beyond, eh? <laughs> the thing that struck me about this is it's taken from their second album. Brother Beyond should never have had a second fucking yeah. album. Like, that's too many Brother Beyond albums. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Trying to work out if this song was... Is it religious or is it just about, like, you know, being nice to other cultures? Cause I've got no idea what it's about. I was sort of getting... Some religious vibes off it. It's all about, you know, your love, you know. I thought it was quite sore, like, you know, they can't get sore to produce another one of their songs, but they can sure as hell copy that style. Uh, Didn't have a lot going for it, apart from the orchestra hit. That was the only bit I enjoyed. Uh, Wasn't there, like, a bridge section where it, like, dropped down and a little slow section? I liked that bit. Well, I don't remember that bit. It's good. Um, You know, we do actually like pop music. I'd like to point this out. It's just that... 
<laughs> most of it isn't very good. This song was so weedy though, wasn't it? It's sort of like yeah. it's sort of like a safe it's sort of like a heal the world vibe song, but like way weedier and yeah. oh, just thinner and ugh. I just say oh. that because if you're listening to the podcast you're probably starting to think why are they doing this? They don't seem to like anything. Well, it's not true. We do like stuff. I like the Eurythmics. Yes. <laughs> Martin likes everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, drive on. Fucking jog on more like. Yeah. I like Get it. out of it. In the video, they had lots of uh, visual effects. There was a bit where there's just a little tiny bit of trumpet and they just had like a CG trumpet fly across the screen. Yeah. Some trippy <laughs> clouds and stuff. Yeah. Why anyone would like this is beyond me, brother. UK number 39. And that's it. That's the last we'll be seeing of Brother Beyond. They had four less successful singles after this. And they're done by 1990. Nice. It's Shakespeare's sister with your history. Yeah. Your, you are history. I yeah. sort of feel like this is where the disc started getting quite good. Near the end, there's a the few songs I liked here. I mean, I this was know, one of them. I don't know if this was good or it just seemed good because it was following a lot of dross. I, I like this song. It's not as good as the classic Shakespeare sister, the only one I know. Was Stay. 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 Yeah. yeah. That's really good. But well, I, I like this. Shakespeare's sister was uh, Siobhan from Banana Rama. Yeah. Yeah. Originally, it was just her. That was the yeah. only person in it. And then um, then Marcella Detroit did some singing and they became a duo. Yeah. So I don't know which of them. I assume it's Marcella doing the really high vocals. Yeah, she's the one that's got the crazy vocal cords. Yeah. Yeah, this is the first single they did as a proper duo, as a 50-50. But it's way better than Banana Rama. It was... So it was better than Banana Rama that I've heard. Yeah, I mean, apart from the really crazy vocals, it didn't mm. have a great deal going on. But yeah, but the crazy vocals those are good. Vocals are mental. There's the guitar solo that was about like four bars oh, yeah, long. That yeah, that was yeah, that was a squeaky. Yeah, it's like yeah. Little, yeah, nice ostentatious, everything pinched, and fucking mental. And it's noise. quite nice to see, you know, sort of a song, sort of a feminist. Sort of a song where most of the girl bands and even Bananarama were just singing about how much they yeah. uh, sexy men and had lots of topless sexy men in their oh, videos. Oh no, 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 that's not true. And now this was that's all... not true. There's loads of Bananarama yeah, videos but... where they had loads of sexy men. Dancing yeah, one with was them. about going to the city and becoming a rent boy. And Robert De Niro's calling is about date rape. You can't have the Bananarama only write about fluffy stuff. It's not true. Yeah, I guess. They still had lots of sexy men sexualising them in their videos. Oh, yeah. Once they realised that they couldn't make any money out of socially aware songs, they just dance around in your pants. And now this song, you know, they don't need men. That's what they're singing. Is it? Well, well, one man, I guess. (laughs) Apart from the song Stay, they're most famous for not spelling Shakespeare right. Yeah. And it was a mistake. It came from a, a song called Shakespeare's Sister by the Smiths. Uh, and they did a woodcut sign for the AM cover, I think, and it got misspelled and she liked it because she said it made it more of her own thing rather than the Smiths. And then she said, Siobhan Fahey is the mother, the sister, the daughter. It's not the artist. The artist is Shakespeare's sister. Ah, uh, right. What does she mean she's the mother, the sister and the daughter? Like, what, she's the fucking Trinity or something? Yeah. yeah it's a weird <laughs> thing to say. Ah, uh, well, you know, she's married to what's his jobs now. Dave Stewart, yeah. yeah. He's the one who suggested that um, they become a duo. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, I love you. I love you, darling. But you're not very talented. Get in this good singer. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we'll get into Shakespeare's sister a lot more mm. as, as it comes. And yeah. we'll hear a little bit more about how it all turns out between the two of them. Yeah. But yeah, this one was top 10 in the UK, number seven. Uh, number 28 on the NZ. Uh, number 12, Andy Irma. And oh, I gave it a number 20, boys. Nice. Yes. Yeah, not bad. Don't ask me what I think of you. I might not give an answer that you want me to. Oh, wow. Oh, well. It's oh, well. Oh, well, oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, wow. 
They are a British dance group that started in the late 80s. Their protagonist was the German record producer Akim Falker. And it's a cover of a Fleetwood Mac song from the 60s. Yeah. And uh, that's a really guitar riffy sort of song. And uh, they don't really, those riffs don't really translate very well to program synths. Yeah, know. into just trying out all the different sounds on your keyboard on this one. Yeah, it's just not that interesting, is it? Nope. No. It doesn't do a lot. It's a bit of harpsichord. And they're also really hard to Google as well. Oh, well. Because it, you just yeah. get the name of the song Oh Well up. Yeah. You do a bit of digging. They didn't, but this was before Google, so, you know, nowadays I've known people that have named their bands Google Wax. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 Well, there's a band called Google Wax. <laughs> Google Wax, yeah. <laughs> That's a good name for a band. Yeah, and it's really annoying because there's more than one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had the same idea, for fuck's sake. Jimmy Jones and this Google is Wax. one of the cheapest looking music videos I've ever seen it's just some people dancing in front of a sheet and they've put some animation over the top yep of a little crayon guy playing bass yep shit song shit video yeah cheers oh well that was only a UK number 28 we're not seeing any more oh well are we nope that's their only one good Well, we've had Kisses on the Bottom from Paul McCartney. <laughs> now we've got Kisses on the Wind. Ooh. Yeah, by Naina Cherry. Naina. Uh, people in the 80s were into smelling farts, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Naina with her third single from Raw Like Sushi. Yeah, and her eighth different impression that she's doing, yeah. that sort of Latino girl. Yeah, one, man. Is is she like a budding impressionist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, about her impressionist career. She's like Ronnie Ancona, the yeah. pop Ronnie Ancona. <laughs> like this one, it's got a good big snare, but it's a bit more sort of generic than the, the ones we've had from her. Oh, I, I thought it was better than Manchild. I, yeah. I liked it. it. It's still not up to the Buffalo Stance standard, but she's still <laughs> doing stuff that's a bit more interesting than other pop songs. It's one of the many songs containing the sample. What we're going to do right here is go back, way back, back into time from the 1972 single Troglodyte by the Jimmy Castor Bunch. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Troglodyte. This one's about the first girl at school that develops an all the boys' fancy. Yeah, and she yeah. fucks them all. No, she tells them kisses on that. She's she's like, oh, you know, you can't yeah. get to me. She... I've got an older boyfriend with a car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you think it's autobiographical? Do you think she was the first one to develop? I reckon she was. No, I think it really. No, I think she's talking about like a girl that she was a bit jealous of at school. Oh, okay, I don't know. Maybe it was her. I mean, she has got three kids by now, so it probably was her. Yeah, <laughs> and she's only sixteen. <laughs> yeah, she's she's she doesn't seem that old. She's got loads of kids. All right. Well, yeah, we haven't talked about the video yet, have we? Uh, no, she's... no. But do you think that the first person to sleep with her was like? Hey, name a cherry. Popped your cherry. <laughs> no, I'd have made that joke. And then she'd have never slept with me again. <laughs> well, no, I don't think that the first made that mistake because, you know, three kids. Yeah. <laughs> put something on the end of it. Yeah, put something on the <laughs> end of it. That's what that you said. Yeah. Uh, she's on some skyscrapers with sort of kaleidoscope background things going on. Yeah, so you can do stuff on a small budget. You sort of pick three effects and do those. Pop video, sorted. Or just leave all the lights lying around, pretend that you're filming it, film yourself filming it. That's how you do a pop yeah. video. <laughs> this was UK number 20. Number eight on the NZ recorded music. Eight on the billboard as well, boys. And Ooh. number 13, Andy Irma. I thought I was a number 17 in Canada. We love it. And oh, I'll give it a number 52, boys. Oh, harsh, Ken. Harsh. Yeah. Well, you know, he's a hard man to please. And here's another hard man to please. Because he's a kingpin. This is very important, but just a little caution. Or what you can do, that's a clue, and it's true. Yo, throw on a brand new sweater and make your life better. And do the right thing. Do the right thing. You got to do It's the redhead kingpin. 
And the FBI, the Federal Bureau yeah. of Investigation. Yeah. They branched out. It's like when, uh, you know, football clubs do songs. Yeah, it's, like a charity, <laughs> it's a charity single. It's a redhead kingpin. <laughs> yeah. Do the right thing. Yeah. It's a rap with a positive social message. Yeah. That was written for the Spike Lee film, yeah. but not actually used in the Spike Lee I was going to say, yeah. this was written off the soundtrack of the film Do the Right Thing. It sounded it's like it was. It's a good little film, that. It is a good film. Yeah. And a good song. I really like this. It ended up on a different film, didn't it? Yeah. Wes Craven's The People Under the Stairs. Yeah. That was oh. one of his first horror films. He hadn't gone like... You know, I'll get have a slasher killer in this, and it's just someone under the stairs. I've seen, I've got people under the stairs on DVD. Have you? Yeah, it's good. Is it about people under the stairs? Uh, yeah, but the people under the stairs aren't bad guys. They're ah. like, that's good, good film. Check it out. Well, your boy Redhead Kingpin, he's a rapper, obviously, but he co-wrote Two Can Play at that game. Oh, that's oh. such a banger! Bad boy, and he produced a song for Nutty Professor Two. The Clumps. The Clumps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Wikipedia says that this is a New Jack Swing song. Really? It doesn't sound like New Jack Swing. Well, that's really. what I thought. It just sounds like, sort of nice. It reminded me yeah. more of like De La Soul or something. Sort of quite chilled, conscious yeah. hip-hop. Yeah. So this was uh, number 13 in the UK. And number 15 on the NZ. That's the last we'll be seeing of Redhead Kingpin and the female body inspectors. I'm wishing on a dream. Which brings us on to our last track. Thank Christ. It's the Fresh Four. The Fresh Four. Yeah. Wishing on a star. Wishing on a star. I can't yeah. remember how this goes. Oh, it's what? like sort of Bristol trip hop. Yeah. Uh, I really like wishing on a star. But this one was all right. Oh, I like a bit of trip hop. Well, the lyrics were a bit... It's too... I think it's too chilled out for dance music. I don't yeah. know. Like it's, there's too much delay on her vocals as well. Like That gets annoying after a while. I, yeah, I didn't mind this song. I thought it was a nice change of pace for a final song because they yeah. usually just have like slow love ballads. So it's yeah. nice to sort of have a slow sort of oh, trip hop. It was song. dreary though, innit? They're like the fucking vocals are out of tune, man. They're flatter than a plate full of piss. That's what trip hop's about, isn't it? Being dreary. This is why I don't like it. <laughs> uh, it's Liz E. Yeah, Liz E. Doing the singing. Rapper guy sounds sort of a bit like Morrissey or some sort of oh, pretentious pub. Yeah, yeah the rap is really things, bad. The way he says things, like yeah. the way he says his O's, it's like, hang on a minute, you're not street at all, are I you? Know. You've got a trust fund. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? This is a Rose Royce cover. Is it? Yeah, we've had Rose Royce before as well, haven't we? With Car Wash. Yeah. This is nothing like Car Wash. No. Yeah, so the video apparently is trying to capture the vibrant Bristol dance scene at the time with sort of people skateboarding and partying, kids with dreadlocks and stuff. That's what you had in Bristol at the Bristol's time. still got quite a good party scene, right? Yeah. Last yes. time I went, it's mm. party town. Still, still going, isn't it? Yeah. Well, this uh, this act, Fresh 4 featuring Lizzie, they, um, they had a hit with this. Yeah. But their debut album was never released because oh. there was musical disagreements with their record company. Oh, right, yeah, well, I knew this was their only hit. One hit wonder. Well, this one was a top ten. Got to number ten. And that was a number 22, Andy Irma. Number 22 on the arms. Yeah, and that is our last Fresh Four song as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, well, that's that. Oh, we're done with the 80s, boys. Yeah, finished with the 80s, so... Yeah. What we're going to do is have a big finale, have a big... End of the 80s show. Yeah. Retrospective. I say big. I mean, probably half the length of a normal episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to have an award ceremony and we're going to just clear up any loose ends, any things that we've, we can't leave in the 80s without talking about. And then what we, then we're going to have a few weeks off and then we'll be back with series two. Yeah. The 90s. Yeah. The 90s. Yeah. The long 90s. <laughs> and we'll be sounding all nice and crispy as well. We'll have new equipment and shit. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. All right, follow us on the socials, Twitter. Well, I haven't done my. Uh, oh yeah, now that's what Martin calls now. That's what I call music. Yeah, guys, right, well, gotta be a cut all that shit I just said. I'll put that at the end. Yeah, or just what... leave this in for realism. 
Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Uh, there can't be much. Uh, yeah, there's not much. Thing. This won't take long. Good. Right. I, I will have... Uh, you keep it all in by The Beautiful South, which you guys didn't like, but I think it's a good song, so yeah. fuck you. Uh, Breakthrough by Queen. Yeah, definitely. On Our Own by Bobby Brown. And that that is all I'm having. Oh, no, actually, I'll have Your History by Shakespeare's Sister as well. I like yeah. that one. I thought that was good. Uh, but that is the lot. Wow, fair enough. Four songs. Fair enough. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. Follow us on the socials, Twitter at NWT underscore podcast, Instagram at NWT underscore podcast, and Facebook at NWT pod. Yep. Come yeah. and have a conversation with us. Yeah. Like, comment, rate, subscribe, review, five stars all the way. We'll see you later, 80s nows. We'll be, we'll have our little finale. We'll have some awards and we'll be back. With season two and now 17. In the 90s. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.